Well, let's get old Billy Bradley on the phone here, and uh, and let's get this let's get this Talladega post race done. This is how we do it in the in the big. How you doing, Billy Bradley? Good. How are you? I'm doing just fine, bud. So we went to Talladega. Old Jimmy Wags, his father and his brother, uh, the three amigos, the three musketeers went. They were all decked out. Uh, I, I, it's not often, Billy. I can't imagine. Uh, I can't remember any single time you and I have ever sent each other uh, a video of what we're going to wear to a race. <laughs> but yet we can always count on Jimmy Wags to send us a little oh, fashion. Yeah a little fashion show, and he was decked out from head to toe today. Um, and there for a while, uh, Billy, old Bubba Wallace was doing just fine. Uh, and, and, and I have to talk right right off the bat about, uh, Billy, I, I mentioned it to it in a, in a text, but, you know, 16 inches lower on Joey Logano's car, and today might have been one of the worst days in NASCAR history. But that was one hell of a scary, scary uh, near miss there. And, and, and it seems like, these damn accidents on plate races, or I guess tapered spacer races, they're happening way too quickly. I, I mean, it just I, I, it seems like nobody has any damn patience anymore. Well, they happen, as you saw today, and you, you actually noted to me, they happen first stage, second stage, once we start winding, because they have something to race for. We go into that third stage, that what they do? They got single file till about yep. 20 to go. Yep. So we got to put some kind of, uh, like we either do, I don't want to do away with stage racing because that has helped us in the sport of NASCAR, but it's something that these restrictor plates has to give or we're going to keep seeing stuff like that. Billy, I think you make a, a strong, now listen, there's two tracks and only two tracks in the entire NASCAR circuit in which they have their own rules, and that is um, – Talladega and Daytona, and I think maybe it's time we look at something on on what these races means point wise, and they got to do one of two things. They either have, and, and first of all, uh, you, you you saw you know in the Daytona 500, uh, Brad has a bunch of bunch of their cars got wrecked out early, and 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 you heard on the broadcast today, Roger Penske sat everybody down and said, hey, at the end of that damn race. Uh, we're going to be teammates up until the very end. And lo yeah, and behold, something major happened there because the broadcast booth noted that meeting several times throughout the broadcast. If you what time we weren't yeah. hearing commercials. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll talk about commercials in a minute, for Christ's sake. But I have to tell you um, that knowing. <laughs> this is two race, two plate races in a row where Denny Hamlin's kind of screwed up pretty early or been involved in early screw-ups. And, and look at what happened to the Hendrick Motorsports. Now, it wasn't early, but three of their cars get, get, get in a wreck there altogether. The five is out with an engine trouble. Uh, good cars got taken out because of very early, very crazy wrecks at the, at the end of stages here. And we either got to double the point for stage ends and just have, you know, five guys race or we need to um, uh, take these stage wins uh, away uh, or something, or, or we got to figure out a way so these dumbasses won't wreck. I suspect that the owners will probably do that to themselves. 
Um, a lot of mistakes we saw today. Denny Hamlin was not one, not two pit road speeding penalties back-to-back. And then Ryan Newman, of all people, one of the best guys to get on and off, he stepped on his pecker both with both feet, Billy. And, and then because of his mistakes, he was never really a, a threat. Right when he come back out, after that caution, he was sitting there 12th, and I texted everybody. Yep. Ryan Newman's sitting in a good spot. And then, lo and behold, a speeding penalty. We're, we are seeing um, – and i got to ask you about the the Martin Truex Jr. thing. We haven't talked about this yet, but Martin Truex Jr. knows he has a tire down. He's up in the front. Hell, he's like second or third. I mean, he was in the top five. He ends up going all the way back. Billy, what's your thoughts about Martin Truex Jr. bringing out that caution? Well, I was I I could have now my eyes may have been playing tricks on me. I could have sworn that I saw him spin around just before that. Like, I, did the TV not show him spinning around? No. Okay, okay. Well, I may have a different opinion on it, but now he he knew he had a tire going flat. He knew he had no chance of winning with that tire going down. So, what does Martin Truex do? The old uh, spin out on your own and try to get the tire. He played it perfectly, but he ruined the damn race. Yeah, I, I agree. And I'm glad to hear you say that, Billy, because I thought it was absolute bullshit that he stayed out on the track knowing that that tire was coming apart. Um, I, I mean, I, he obviously did that on purpose. I don't see any difference between what he did and what uh, Brett Griffin and um, Clint Boyer did with, you know, his arm was itchy. Or or whatever. I mean, I that's a that's a to me that is a specific and um, uh, contemplated. Um, uh, um, oh God, what's the word I'm trying to be? They, they absolutely manipulated the race, Billy. They manipulated the race, and and I think I think that they should be penalized for it. And I think I what NASCAR should have been doing on the radio is telling them, hey, get that car off the track. Get him down below that, you know, below the yellow line. Get him down on the apron. He needs to come in and pit. That thing was coming apart, and it was absolutely asinine for that to happen. And I just, I just, I, I hate that we let that happen. The other big thing we need to talk about is why the hell didn't these damn Toyotas pit with the Fords after the Chevys did? That screwed up their entire day, Billy, and, that, and after that, they weren't anywhere near each other. Yeah, I thought that was uh, uh, I thought that was very odd too. I mean, Toyota was already limited in the number of cars they had with uh, what Hamlin was out and yeah. one more was out, and uh, so you know you're already starting the restrictor plate race several other ma- down to the other manufacturers, so you got to work with them to try to get in there. I, I thought that was odd, also. Yeah, um, very odd. I, I will say Michael McDowell has absolutely solidified himself as a uh, as a as a big track racer. Billy, he he absolutely ha- has the skill, and he was up around there all day. And there at the end, I thought he was going to make a move, and um, and, and it, well, I mean, he kind of did, honestly. Yeah, he did. Um, but I, it, it was very very good to see. I hate to see um, that Jones boy get get that close to the finish and and then get wrecked. Um, I thought he did a a hell of a job today. Ryan Priest really, really impressed me. That guy needs a little bit of something. He showed it today, and I don't know, man. I I was just – I was very impressed with him. Kurt Busch, I mean, had troubles. Kyle Larson had troubles. Kevin Harvick, 
uh, old Happy Harvick snuck up there and did a very damn good job um, uh, today. I thought he did really well, and I thought the Fords worked best together than any manufacturer, and, Billy, they've done this about – about eight years in a row, they've been the ones that on the same page and gets this stuff done. And, you know, Chevy's a little bit behind, but the Toyota thing, having seven cars and, and pinning by themselves, getting up, that makes no sense to me. And I know Joe Gibbs Racing is the, you know, flagship team over there, but it sure sounds like they're being awful fucking stupid here in, in these, in these big-time uh, plate tracks here as of late. Yeah, I would agree with y'all. I mean, we know we sat in Talladega several years ago, and we saw all those Ford cars come down. We just looked at each other like, "Why the hell have we not been doing this years before?" But and then you got the Toyota team that they don't seem they can get it figured out. Like, pit with the Chevrolets, the Fords, you can't come in with seven Toyotas. Yeah, it it was. It was weird to see. Um, I, I thought overall, Billy, the race was really good. I, I still don't want to see any any stage one crashes. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't want to see that. And I and I and a few times up there, I thought we may you know be crashing at the front of the field. You know, forty laps before the end of stage one, even. Um, I, I think we need to get some people calmed down, and you can still race for position and all that kind of stuff, but. You know the Daytona 500 and this race, to a to a kind of a lesser degree, was impacted by by early and dumb accidents that meant absolutely nothing. And, and we gotta we gotta we gotta figure this out, and we gotta get um, we gotta get some people on the uh, on 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 the right page. Let me uh, ask your opinion on: Do you think the 11 was aggressive the entire race, even after his pit stop? Or his I, I thought the 11 got even more aggressive after a speeding penalty, I Billy. Um, I think the 11, to, to me, the 11 looks like a guy who's who's mm. really pushing the envelope because he yeah. doesn't have a win yet. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he went to a sports psychologist, you know, a few years ago, and it made him better. And this is kind of how he raced before he went to the, see the sports psychologist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, I would agree. I'm certainly not – you know, bashing for seeing him a sports psychologist. I think uh, going to see a psychologist or a psychiatrist or or, or anything for mental health is certainly a a good thing. But but he has lost. He to me, he looks like a guy who is racing pre Denny Hamlin of the last three years. Denny yeah. Hamlin of the last three years have been calculated, been aggressive, but been calculated aggressive. He's just racing like like he doesn't care today. And he has nothing to do like. The dude, the man has had a fast car ever race. I mean, yeah. he's in the top three guaranteed at some point. Billy, he's the points leader. If he's the regular season champion, he's in. He is still the points leader, and he's racing largely like a buffoon. And, and that's what, you know, we, we look at like guys like Kevin Harvick. You know, every week we're like, you know, Kevin Harvick didn't do shit. Oh, wait a minute, he's in the top five. Uh, Denny Hamlin seems like he's, you know, trying to crash out and do dumb things he's still the points leader and and think about what he would do if he could just harness uh, all that crazy wildness he's got going on um uh, you know uh, uh, you know to, to be fair to bubba they didn't come and we got to talk to rob about this tires meant something today at talladega i wasn't yeah. prepared for that really were you no like when bubba 
come in and pitted and didn't take tires. I was like, damn, that's a genius call. It's Talladega. You never take tires. If you do, you take two. But you take like, two and move. I cannot believe, and I'm going to be honest with you, and Jimmy Wags will hear this on his way home tomorrow sometime. I was scared today about Bubba Wallace getting that win. Billy, today was the day I thought he was going to get it after after the first three laps. Excuse me, after the first uh, 13 laps. I, I looked up, yeah, uh, I, I I said, okay, this if, if Bubba Wallace stays out of trouble, He's going to be fine. And who would have thought that Bubba Wallace not taking tires, uh, and I don't think Jones did either, but who would have thought that that was the move that would have kept them from being in the top five? He had a rocket ship, and Bubba raced pretty well today. Yeah. Um, he, he raced pretty well today. He kept his head in the game. And, and, and it's good to see for Bubba Wallace fans because, I mean, you and I have bashed the shit out of Bubba Wallace for being a head case and not being able to pull his shit together and make it happen. Well, he pulled a pile of shit out of his underwear, Billy, yeah. and he uh, and then he got focused, and he ran a very, very good race up until, and who knew that tires were going to make a difference? I, I, I never thought that would be the I don't Billy, I don't remember a race where tires meant this much there. Do you? Nope. I cannot recall a race, and I think we even talked about that in the group thread. Like, I cannot believe tires mean something here. It's just, yeah. I can't wait to hear what Rob has to say about it. Yeah, I can't either. That's gonna be that's gonna be something. Now that that surface, you know, when they when they made the they came in with a tunnel, they put some new asphalt there, but they didn't pave the whole damn thing. No. Um, you know, maybe maybe it's getting where I, I don't know. I, all I can tell you is. Can you imagine, you know, tires playing a, a, a factor moving forward as fun as that racetrack is and now having to manage tires? Holy shit, Billy. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is like a whole new candy store. Um, this is my favorite this, race of the year. We even, I think before the race, we were talking about how excited we was to watch this race. And I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, the last few races I've taught MRN. I haven't sat and watched the full race. Like I did yeah. today. Yeah, well, I, the last two races I listened to the radio, and today I watched almost every lap. The only time I missed a lap was when I was uh, um, uh, in the kitchen getting a snack or, or doing something like that. I watched, uh, I sat in front of the TV and watched the race, and I was very much entertained. We have to talk about the, the um, I'm sorry, the commercials. Uh, even Rochelle Boykin in, in the, my telegram chat uh, agreed uh, they're out of fucking control billy we saw three yeah. cautions today or uh, three cautions today were during the damn commercial break the last one at least was you know side by side but hell you pretty much miss it i mean when they go side by side with 20 to go they should have their fucking asses kicked because it's absolutely ridiculous it's talladega for christ's sakes this yeah. ain't texas motor speedway where they're going to be in the same position you know when they leave uh, when they, as they come back in two minutes, uh, we, we got to Do we need to start in our line position, Billy? I mean, uh, uh, what's it called? A petition? Well, if NASCAR doesn't go to their own channel and start streaming this through their services and do away with this, it, it's their own fault right now because this is the time of the year to do it. Once this next TV contract's up, they have to do it. 
it's going to be very interesting to see, Billy, what they do moving forward. I've been and a big proponent. side by side, Phil. Like, I, I get that, you know, we're under 20 to go. You're going side by side. Make the rates larger instead of the commercials. You don't give them what they pay for the first segment of the race. Yeah. They got to learn. They got to figure out a way to pay their bills a little bit better than what they're doing, and it's going to be interesting to see how we how we do this moving forward. Um, I was very entertained, Billy. I know you were very entertained. Um, a bunch of weird stuff happened. You called it, Billy. We have a new winner um, in Brad Keselowski, and wow. um, I, I, it, it's crazy that. Uh, you know, that we have a new winner in Brad Keselowski this late in the season. But, boys, I, I'm extremely excited. I'm actually excited to go to Kansas. Um, and uh, we'll talk about that later in the week. Billy, I appreciate you jumping on here, son. It's uh, almost uh, it's a quarter to nine. Hell, you probably go to bed in 15 minutes, don't you? No, you go a little bit longer. Not to school, uh, get the kids ready for school. And, of course, they're wound up from the weekend from ball field. So, yeah. I usually don't hit the bed as early on Sunday night. Well, that means tomorrow night you'll be in bed by 8 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, um, I make it up throughout the week. The one thing is I know both of you, you and I both were, were secretly hoping this. Uh, we were absolutely hoping if if, if uh, Bubba Walsh was going to get a win, it was going to be there today with uh, Jimmy Wags and his family there. I can't imagine. He, he yeah. texted us, y'all, at the, towards the end of the race, and his heart was – thumping out of his damn chest. Uh, yeah. I, I, could you imagine seeing Wags <laughs> that, that late race? It would have been like the year that I was there, one of the first Dale Jr. victories I saw at Talladega. Like, yeah. the fans going out, like, it was just like you were at a rock concert. You could hear them, the junior chant. Like, yeah. man, I could – I would have loved to see it. If I was going to have to pay Jimmy Wags $100 that we had to bet on, this would have been the race I would have said, "Come this, by my house on your way home." Yeah, this would have been this would have been one that'd been easy to swallow, that's for sure. Well, folks, that's Talladega. We put it in the books. We're headed to Kansas for Billy, for Dado. Uh, let's have a good week. We'll see you later, Billy. See you guys.